JT, Joey and the Bulletproof for BJJ team want to thank all of you for tuning in and supporting the podcast. Now you'll get to kick back, relax and enjoy as you listen to some of the funniest moments from 2023. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. So every week we put out multiple episodes to help you on your jiu-jitsu journey. Now, it's a privilege for us to be in this position, but we want to ask one thing from you. And this is a very small gesture on your part, but it means the world to us. Simply hit the follow or subscribe button on whichever platform you enjoy this podcast on. It means the world to us. Thank you. It's hard. You're just really hard. And if you are not resilient, you will not last. Yeah, if you're not resilient, you will not last. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag stay resilient. Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte. But hydrolyte's pretty weak. Yeah. I got to put two of those bad boys in water and then I actually even get... I'll do three up the bum. (laughs) That's the way. Absorb it. (laughs) Salty rim, huh? (laughs) The margarita boy. (laughs) Bulletproof submission only. Bulletproof submission only. Joey and JT exhibition match. (laughs) (laughs) That's the match everyone came to see. (laughs) Joey's going no gi. I'll wear a gi. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Rogan, we can talk about podcasting. Give him some (laughs) advice. (laughs) It'll be good. We'll be there. I can see you doing nose beers with Joe right now. Bro, I can see What me. kind of beers are these anyway? <laughs> <laughs> be Was me? this a pale ale? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Man, my heart rate's really high. <laughs> God. Can I tell the backstory? Please. So the backstory is JT is a fucking mad professor when it comes to building new things. And one of the things we build and we're very good at building is, is training programs, right, for, for y'all. Now, here's the thing is that we've built more, way more programs than exist on our app. Yes. And... It's just because we're like, oh, what about this? What about this? This would be sick. But we realized, fuck, actually, this is confusing a lot of people. So we decided let's just keep it at this for now and, you know, refine and, and, it's, and add things strategically over time. Anyway, JT's like, bro, I built a sandbag program. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you know, great, amazing, one day, but right now not a lot of people have access to sandbags. I don't see it being a high percent, you know, and he agreed. Like, yeah, okay, but he's – But actually I put it on the group. So our, we have our community. Shout out to our, our Facebook community. And I put a poll. And I was What do like, you guys want to what, see? What, what program would you like to see? Like, I put like uh, grip strength, neck strength, uh, I think gas tank. And I put sandbag in there. And I'm like, everybody's going to say sandbag. <laughs> it was the lowest no ranking. No one. <laughs> <laughs> I got like two people were like, sure. No Everyone one. was like, yeah, grip, sick. You know, like, <laughs> no one said sandbag. And Joe's like. They don't want it. And I, I don't think I said anything. But, you then, know he but then surely a couple of months later, JT's like, and I just want to get this sandbag program. I'm like, bro, you saw the fucking poll. People don't give a shit. He's like, God damn it. It's so good. It's so good. Some fucking lucky humans, probably JT's like other Facebook account, <laughs> pipes up on the group the other day and says, hey, Joey, JT, what do you guys think about sandbag training for BJJ? I was like, damn, here we go. The floodgates are open now. 
I do know some of those guys. Shout out Sumbo community and also the wrestlers. Uh, I'm actually a level one Australian certified Sumbo coach. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I did. I attended a two-day workshop. What? I attended a two-day workshop. How have you never brought this up before? I have. So there was a guy, uh, a Russian guy named Dimitri. Okay. Little dude. Sure. A little ball of energy. Classic Russian accent. Like just cool guy. Yep. Turned up when I was a blue belt, I think. Turned up at the gym that I was at, the dojo. Right. And was like, I am here to build Sumbo community here in Australia. I am running coaches course. Bring all of your students to course and you will become some. And my coach was like, well, we might learn some cool takedowns or some shit. Let's go. And yep. so we paid like 150 bucks each or whatever. Yep. We did this two-day thing. They taught cool. us some shit. And then we got a certificate. It's like, you are now Certified. level one Sumbo coach. <laughs> nice. And I think he held a couple of comps and now he was trying to like start a fire. You yeah, know? get it going. And um, evidently didn't really go anywhere. But, but, you know, one of the great New South Wales Sumbo coaches is still here. <laughs> <laughs> cool, eh? That's interesting. It sounds like a, a money-raising scheme, but that's fine. <laughs> but this is what I wanted to say relevant to the franchises. I believe lineage mattered when there was sacred knowledge. Yes. It was like... And it was back in... It was pre-internet days where a lot yeah. of the shit came out. So there was no way to verify, right? No. So, and you had that shit. Like you look at um, McDojo life and stuff. Sure. Martial arts was full of these fucking charlatans who still, were like... Still kind of is. I'm a fucking... Uh, you know, hypercolor belt in <laughs> Shinwu Fuxu. You know what I mean? Fucking pay me and I'll fucking teach you the ways kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And so in a way that was jujitsu were like, well, hey, we actually have this lineage thing where you can trace back every – you can trace back someone's belt and that was very important then. It was and, and I definitely believed that it, certain – there was certain eras where certain gyms – Oh, Shinwu Fuxu you <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My God. It's ah, <laughs> Tiger Claw. Ah, Panther Fist. <laughs> My goodness. I did a bit of Kung Fu back in the day. I know what's up. Strong Panther Fist right there. We'd love to hear it. I'll tell you a good one. Please. I'll tell you a good one. This was this I got two. First was my uh, my sister. <laughs> I'm at I'm at home. I'm a I, I think love, I think I'm a blue belt, right? I love how this starts. We're in the kitchen. And uh, I'm like, Phoebe, you know, fucking Show me some jujitsu. Like, where's it at? You know, I like try and teach her some shit when I hang out. She's my older sister. And um, my, we're in the kitchen. My mum's there, my sister. We're, sit, we're at a table. Sister and I on this side. Mum's on that side. So we get up and like Phoebe puts her long, like skinny little bony arms around my neck. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. So hand inside the elbow. Nice. Now, yep. Just line that elbow up. Like I'm just finessing it. And I'm like, yeah, get it there. Cool. Now just give it a little squeeze. Yeah, give it a little squeeze. That's it. That's it. I'll, I'll tap when it, and then I wake up and I'm looking, my sister's head is looking down at me <laughs> and her head's upside down and she's kind of giggling nervously <laughs> in a bit of shock and I'm like, whoa, whoa. And I look around and I'm lying on the floor Wow. and my head's in her lap. She's oh, like wow, cradling yeah. my head and I kind of look over to the table and my mum is crying <laughs> Because all, all my mum has seen is that my sister's applying this choke under my tuition yep. and then my eyes kind of flicker back and yep. then I pass out and go oh limp. God. And my sister is like, oh, shit, lowers me into her lap and they don't know what the fuck's going on. Mum thought she'd just watch her <laughs> fucking baby boy get killed. You're dead. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, did I just choke you out? And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. yes. Ah. You're running away from a fucking, uh, I don't know, a, a giant bear or an attacker. <laughs> And you jump up to a branch and you have to try and get up. 
And th- this is actually like part of your answer, like to get up there versus, holy shit, I just got to hang here until I fatigue and then fall down and die. Yeah. Like, you know, you can now actually move up the tree or climb the wall to get into the festival, whatever you're trying to do. <laughs> you know? Running away from security <laughs> yeah. from the festival. <laughs> Which a note on that, pull-ups are what's going to save you, right? Because yes, if right. you're trying to climb a fence, you can't chin up. Yeah. You can't go under, you can our only go overhead. Our new festival season program coming out this summer. <laughs> <laughs> get your pingers, get your mates, get your shirts off, let's go. Get your go. pull-ups, yeah. let's go. <laughs> Bro, on that, I had the funniest little exchange in our small group the other day. Okay, yep. So there's, there's five crew that train with me in the mornings, bulletproof crew, all jiu-jitsu players. And uh, Pillen, shout out to Pillen, one of our yeah, boys. MP. Great, great brown belt. He has these scars on his forearm that I've never kind of, I've noticed them, but I've never asked about. I was like, bro, what's the deal with that? And he's like, oh, fuck, I, I went through a window when, right. I was, when I was like 12, I think he said he was, right. or something, or, young, or a teenager. And um, I'm like, what happened? He said, oh, someone broke into my house and I was wrestling them. Oh, wow. And I went through the window and I'm like, holy shit. Well, dude. And uh, he said, yeah, we lived in Glebe. Right. And like break-ins were a real thing. And I'm like, bro, that's so funny because another fella in our group, Sammy, yeah. who's been on the Jungle Brothers podcast, he also grew up in Glebe. Right. And he was telling stories on our podcast about when they used to break into houses and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, he might have been the guy that broke into your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fucking, it was so funny. He's and like, so did they then just, did you just have an EBI overtime match? I was like, boys, yeah. <laughs> Let's settle it right now. You want my Vegas story about the Prohibition fucking cocktails? So I'm in Vegas, I'm there for a Bucks weekend. This was some years ago, years ago. I met up, there was a, there was a girl that I met years before, Bondi Joey, in my, in my fucking prime stage. <laughs> we hung out and whatever. Anyway, she's- Golden era, Joey. I, I, know, I know that she lives in Vegas, and so I, I touched base with her, and she's like, hey, let's get, I'm only there for a weekend, but she's like, let's get together on the Sunday night. Let's get together on the Sunday night, we'll go out for some drinks, and then uh, you can crash at my joint. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, sounds great. So I had this big weekend with, you know, the Bucks group and whatever. It was mad cool. fun. But um, we meet up and I'm like, hey, what have you been up to? You know, catching up. And she's like, oh, I'm working as a mixologist. And I'm like, mixologist? I'm like, what the fuck's a mixologist? She's like, oh, I make cocktails. And I'm like, okay, you guys. Oh, bartender. Right on, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, sick. I'm like, there's a thing going on here. And... Uh, She's like, yeah, it's so cool. Like, started talking about mixing drinks and whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is obviously, like, something that's very important to her. Anyway, she's like, um, hey, let's, let's go to this nearby bar. I've got, some, I've got a friend that works at this place, and we'll go get a drink. I'm like, cool, let's go. So we get to this bar, and it's, it's at the Cosmopolitan, which oh, is nice. where we caught up. Yeah, we did. We went to ADCC, right? ADCC, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, that was yeah. where, we, where we met up in, in Vegas. Brought back a lot of memories. So anyway... We're at the Cosmo and we sit down at this bar and fella comes over, bartender, he's like, hey, what's up? And he like knew her and she's like, hey, it's my friend Joey. And she's like, hey, can we get a couple cocktails? And uh, guy's like, yeah, what do you guys want? And she said, um, I don't know, what's cool, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm really digging like prohibition style cocktails at the moment. So like just hard liquor, no mixes, you know? And I'm like, that sounds cool, you okay, know? And sure. She's like, go for it. So he comes back with like, Two highballs that were just, I'm like, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, what is it? You know, like, what is not in this, right? Just put, putting a hole, burning a hole through the table. So we drink the thing. And then uh, she's like, let's move on. We'll go. There's another bar here in the Cosmo, which is the bar that we met at. Right. And uh, with the big chandeliers. and Yeah, shit. it's nice. Yeah. And uh, so she's like, let's go there. And so we go there. 
And uh, she's got a mate that works at the place. Of course. We sit down. Fella comes over. Hey, what do you guys want? She's like, I don't know. What's cool? He's like, I'm really digging Prohibition-style cocktails at the moment. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally down with that. He's like, I sold you guys out. I'm like, man, oh, fuck. God. Dude comes up with another highball full of shit. Oh, God. We made it to, like, I think we hit, like, four bars. And oh every God. motherfucker had the same story. Oh, my God. And I'm like, bro, can I just get some lemonade or some Coke? Can we just space this out? Yeah, like, it was, I couldn't handle it, you know? Oh, God, that's rough. So, anyway, I'm not going to take you guys through the rest of the night. No. But it got messy. And, uh. That was probably like, that was probably, yeah, the time where I've last felt abused by alcohol. <laughs> Joey didn't abuse alcohol. It abused him. Yeah, got me good. Ah, fuck. <laughs> and now what are we doing? We're having an old fashioned? No, hey, yeah. So yeah. old mates like prohibition style. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah, we'll hit that prohibition style. We've been style. there before. Let's go. Me and a mate, Steve, we had eaten a couple of bars. The chocolate bars had like six or seven pieces. Well, how's the quantity? We, we, ate, one, we ate like one or two. Don't know. Uh, Our mate's just like, hey, these have got mushrooms. If you guys want to have it, they're there for you. Oh, well. We're there. We had a couple of these. Yes. We're like, go on, let's, let's eat some. So we had a couple. Another buddy of ours, Omar, Dutch boy. Omar uh, turned up and was like, hey, just wanted to see what you guys are doing tonight. What's going on? We're like, oh, man, we just like, had some of the mushy chocolate. He's like, oh, shit. How much did you have? <laughs> like, we had two blocks. And he's like, bro, fuck that. OK, let's do it. And so he brought us back into the kitchen. He grabbed them. He's like, we eat the whole thing. Oh, he's like, we're here tonight. We do it, finish well, the bars, I eat a whole one. Wow. So we're like, oh, Omar's the, he's the, he was the godfather. He wow. knew all the substances, had all the connections. Omar's instruction was, we can't leave the house, we need to just chill here. Okay. We need to create a haven for ourselves. Okay. So we can like set the lounge room up, so we have three couches, we have a table in the middle, put some bread, uh, got some like, I think some Coke, salt, like soda, whatever, like as a, as a drink, some water. We had cigarettes, we had a couple of joints. He's like, now we have everything we need. We can chill that music on, and then we just chill back. And I remember, uh, I was a smoker at the time, so we're like, oh, let's go outside for a cigarette. Nothing had come on yet. And we're sitting just on the stoop, just outside the front door. I'm smoking a ciggy. And uh, Omar and Steve are there next to me. And we're just chilling, and it was in like rural country where my mate's house was. So there's not many cars that pass by. Anyway, nothing happens. And a few minutes later, Steve fucking pops up. He's like, fuck. Did you guys see that, man? Omar and I look at each other and we're like, bro, nothing happened. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, was, and then I remember at that moment, I looked at my cigarette and I had like half a ciggy left. And all I remember is that we were like laughing at Steve and the shit, that, the thing that didn't happen that he thought he saw him there. And it was like 45 minutes later and I still got like a, a third of the cigarette. And I'm like, fuck. Like, time had just slowed down yeah, so time quickly. distortion. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, yeah. man. And then, so, yeah, we hung out. We're in the house and, you know, it was a long night. Shit went off. It culminated in Omar's mother calling him at, like, 5 a.m. to tell him that Omar's wife had gone into labor. Oh, and what? And that she needed to be, Omar needed to come pick his mum up, take her to the hospital because <laughs> she was having her first grandchild. What? She was high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That was good. Wow. He tried to take us to the hospital with him. We're like, bro, we can't do it. We can't. We stay here. You go. Yeah. You have to come with me, man. We're like, no, bro, you go. What a beast. Yeah. He's tripping on his first he's, child. He's bro smacked the shit out of him when he got to hospital. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Cruel irony, the mushroom chocolates came from his brother originally. <laughs> there you go. At this time, I was just got my blue belt.
and just got back from Brazil. Probably had about, what, six or seven words in Portuguese two, by this stage? 2009, <laughs> probably more than I do now. No, um, minus a tooth. So I was single at this time and I was going out. I was out with some friends. Yeah, we'd been to Big Mouth, which is a famous kind of bar cafe on the corner in St Kilda. Been to a few places. No, no kickouts, but like, you know, the vibe dies down. You go somewhere else, you walk. And then yeah, it's like 2 a.m. and definitely drunk, totally drunk. And I didn't even want to be at McDonald's. I was like, there was a girl there and I was like, oh, I think I got a chance. So I'm just like, yeah, you, oh, you're going to McDonald's? Oh, so are those I guys. I McDonald's. Are, yeah, McDonald's <laughs> is great. No, but, you know, you do what you can. We're there and we're with some Irish boys. I believe it was Sean and Owen, but his name was spelt like Karen, like C-A-I-R-N. A fucking guy like Yeah, but it was, yeah. Sean, it was Sean. Yeah. Sean and Owen, and they were funny as hell. They were just rattling off intelligible Irish but they were cool. Well, they were cool with me. I was cool with them. So they were kind of part of our group. And we were near the front of the line. But someone had pulled a trolley up. And was there was a drunk girl in the trolley, <laughs> sitting in the trolley. And she's saying, I'm Trolley Molly. I'm Trolley Molly. <laughs> like, just, you know, the messiest scenario you can imagine. You know, shoes off, random guy peeing in a bush or not that much in the bush, yeah. more in view of everyone. Someone's thrown up over there and everybody just trying to get some food. Classic Aussie sidewalk stuff. Oh, God, disgusting. Disgusting. I feel embarrassed to kind of admit. Anyway, I didn't know it, but these two boys, Owen and Karen, Sean, they could – man, these these guys were down to bang. And anyway, we're just standing there and someone threw a half-empty cup of – like a large Macca's cup of ice that had half-melted. Like someone had must have drunk it earlier and kind of left it there. And that people were just kind of like half riding, like, give us our food, like just hanging out. And someone just threw it at the front of the line. I think they were trying to throw it at the service window. Right, fair. Yeah. And it hit Sean in the back of the head. <laughs> and he's like, what? And snaps around. Dude's like, oh, he like kind of caught out, like a kind of slightly bigger white Aussie dude. But he was like, oh, your head's in the way. <laughs> Dude, it was just on. Trolley Molly got pushed into me. Like they just shoved this. Trolley ch- Molly got used as a weapon? She was sitting in the trolley and they just shoved the trolley into us and just smashed me in the back. And then it was just kind of on because like Owen and Sean were like, nah, we're doing this. They just, they're skinny Irish dudes. They're swinging, kicking. I was like, oh, it's on. And then dude just came for me. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know the guy. He's just some very, very built Islander guy. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is not going to end well. He went to swing and I shot the double. It was just like an instinct. He went to swing. I just dropped. I hit the double, but I landed him and myself really hard on my knee on like on tiles, McDonald's tiles, Ooh. and bruised the shit out of my right knee so I could barely stand up. So I landed him. He's kind of down. And then he just kicked me in the face. And I was like, oh, and I was like drunk and now concussed. So I'm like, oh, God, it's getting bad. I, I think Sean even punched me. <laughs> like <laughs> it was absolute melee. And the chick, the chick in the trolley's like, save, save Trolley Molly, save Trolley Molly. No way. She's just stuck. She's just losing it. It's chaos. So there's like three guys there, big white guy, um, Islander guy, and another miscellaneous ratty dude. And – Sean, Owen, myself, and then other people are getting upset because they're getting bumped. So I kicked um, big white mate in the nuts and he fell back 
into a group of girls. Then their mates were like, fuck you guys, you're fucking up the line. We came for McDonald's. They jumped in. And I was like, oh, no. So it was just – it was a total mess. Like I can't say I used a lot of jujitsu, other than I did do a bit of a foot trip. Dude fell down some stairs and hurt himself. I was stoked. Um, and then it was, I, I eventually kind of fought my way out of the middle of it and then I was kind of outside of it watching it. And the Irish boys are in there going hard. Wow. And then the cops came. And then the Irish boys kind of were like, oh. And then they saw me and they're like, bro, come with us. We'll go. And then the cops followed us and they arrested us. Oh, so you guys got pinched. Dude, so then we end up at the bloody cop shop in um, St Kilda. It's the big, like just off to the side, it's the biggest cop shop in the area. Turns out Sean was a lawyer. I didn't even know. these. They were just like loose Irish boys. These were mates of yours? You no, just no, met them I just night. met them because they were with the girl who I was trying to kind <laughs> right of get on. with. Yeah. But she'd kind of disappeared and I ended up with them. <laughs> they were pretty good at fighting. So anyway, we're there. They got us in the interview room. They're like, are oh, you boys, if, you know, public whatever disturbance or stuff and he's and sean's just really gone from drunk lad to no i think you uh you'd be reviewing that videotape wouldn't you <laughs> and he's like oh no we've got you on tape it's like show us the tape i don't believe you you're gonna let us go and they were like the co- he had the cops shook they're like what he's like show us the tape you can't hold us you don't have any evidence you just showed up late why'd you pinch us we weren't even fighting <laughs> And the cops had nothing, man. They were just—he just went from being the loosest dude to being like laser focused and just uh-huh. lawyer skills. It was like drunk Irish suits. <laughs> he just got real serious. And I was like, my god! I, I initially I was like, God, the Irish boys have got me in trouble. But whatever. It turned out to be a total trump card. They ended up after about forty-five minutes because he was just like, boys, don't say anything. So they tried to interview us separately. He's like, just don't say anything. And then. They ended up letting us go. So we went going on and I was like, man, this has been a night. I'm going home. And Sean and Owen were like, no, we're going back. What's open? I was like, what? We're done, boys. You've been arrested. No, 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 we're good. And they just rolled on. Shook hands. You two are legends. Thank you. See you later. I limped home. I had this massive fat edema on my kneecap. Oh. Yeah, it was like a jellyfish hanging off the front of my knee. Oh, brutal. And uh, yeah, just my neck was jacked up for getting kicked in the face and... Yeah, just drunk and concussed. Wow. Yeah. If you're not Brazilian, you will not last. Brazilian. <laughs>